Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tanel, for today, Sunday, January 31st. We thank you guys for tuning in. Those of you who are on the phone lines and those of you who are listening online, um, we say thank you. We thank you for those who will listen on the playback as well. Um, as the phones light up, let me just remind you guys that if you have a comment or a question, you can give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that's 914-803-4399. I'm going to turn it over to Miss Denise so she could say hello. Good evening, everyone, and once again, thank you guys for joining us. I will be over on Twitter uh, for tweet chat, so you can join us by using the hashtag #BeautyTalk, and you can follow along with the conversation. We are um, at Beauty underscore Talk, and again, Beauty Talk um, is the hashtag that we'll be using tonight. But just want to say, uh, give a quick shout-out, actually, to um, some of our listeners for joining us last week. Of course, we had our listeners here in the U.S. and then also in the U.K. And we want to thank those uh, listening from Singapore and Australia and Norway, um, just to name a few. So we thank you guys for joining us um, on the playback or for joining us live. And again, as Janice stated, if you have a question or comment, you can always call us, 914-803-4399. All right. Um, just quickly before we bring our guest on, I just wanted to remind you, last week um, I told you guys when we did the beauty news that they announced the Naha finalists, the North American Hairstylist Awards finalists for 2021, and I just wanted to um, briefly share with you um, the nominees in the Makeup Artist of the Year category. Um, <clears throat> they call them collections and not categories. They call them collections. And um, they have several collections. Avant-Garde, Editorial Stylist of the Year, Educator of the Year, Hair Stylist of the Year, Hair Cutting, Hair Color, Inspiring Salon of the Year, of course, Makeup Artist of the Year, Master Hairstylist of the Year, Styling and Finishing, Student Hairstylist of the Year, Men's Hairstylist of the Year, Team of the Year, and Texture. So tonight I'm just going to bring you the finalists from the Makeup Artist of the Year collection and um, 
each night going forward, I can, each Sunday night rather, going forward, I can um, tell you the the um, finalists in each of the other collections. Um, so I don't want to hold up too much time, so I'll just give you the makeup artist of the year nominees. And uh, the first person is Melissa Musa. She's from the Paul Redder Salon in Chicago. Then we have Isidro Valencia. He's from Louisville, Kentucky. Sam Watson from Iowa. Callie Cabral, and she's from Erin, Ontario. And then Nohimi Keptillo, and he's from Markham, Illinois. All right, so they are the Makeup Artists of the Year nominees for the Naha 2021 um, competition. And then next uh, next week, I will bring you um, the avant-garde and the editorial stylist of the year finalist. All right. So I'm going to bring on our guest tonight, Ms. Elena Anderson. <clears throat> hey, Elena. How are you? How are you? Good. I'm what good. are you still doing up this late? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> talking to you. Talking to you. <laughs> well, Lane, I know it's been a while since you've been on the show, but just quickly um, introduce yourself to our listening audience and just tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. My name is Lena Anderson. I am a makeup artist for film and television with 15 years plus experience in the film industry. I'm also an esthetician with 20 years experience. I am also the chief glow operator and owner of What's by Lena Skincare and Lifestyle Collection. And I own a dog named Bob. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We can't can't forget Bella. Uh, does Bella have something she want to say, or is Bella sleeping? Bella is under her blanket, knocked out. <laughs> right. That's what I thought. Well, let's jump. Let's jump right into it now. Um, pretty much for the film and television industry, everyone. Back last year in March, shut down all the different shows. Pretty much shut down around the same time. Um, and then there were some shows who started to um, come back. Those who maybe I guess wanted to finish what they started. Some were starting brand new shows around October, September, Octoberish. My sister and I decided we would wait until the new year. But you did go back to work. Tell us a little bit mm-hmm. about tell us a little bit about what it was like, you know, getting back out there. Um, for me, I've worked two shows so far, um, similar but different processes. Um, initially, a lot of, I asked a lot of questions from the get go, like for everything from PPE, how it's being provided, who it's being provided by, how often can we get it. What are the procedures? Who's getting tested? The, I like I ask everything, and and although we do have, um, you know, a protocol that goes across 
you know, as far as film and production is concerned. Still knowing that because it is not a uh, step-by-step procedure that every single production is following to the letter. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I, I started out asking a lot of questions. And then once getting to work and getting on set, um, just doing what felt maybe felt comfortable. And going in, even accepting the first job, which was a job that came back to finish up, I walked in with the attitude of I'm taking care of me. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I've, I've been home, I've been home for almost ten months, so I can stay home for another two or three or four or six. Right, like it, 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 right. <laughs> you know. So from the get go, I I went in already knowing that it's my responsibility to take care of me and my health, and that they can only do so much, and they're only going to do so much because at the end of the day, when it comes to leaving the job, you can't control what people are doing or who they're with. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of already having that set in my mind prior to showing up um, on day one when I said, yes, I'll come back to work, I guess in that sense that eased my mind. And then I just, you know, kept my ears and eyes open and was observant and just made sure I did what I was supposed to do. And the people who sat in my chair were doing the same. So. Gotcha. That's, yeah. Um, Now, I have somebody listening on the line that I would like to invite to come on and just share her experience of when she um, first went back to work. But her experience was a little different. Um, It was a little bit more controlled. Um, Jennifer, if you don't mind um, coming on the line and sharing your experience, that would be great. I know I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> but um I wanted her to I wanted her to share her experience because she operated in a bubble. Yeah. So it was yes. a little different. It's um, a little different. Yeah. So and when, and you with me about, I, mm-hmm. and what I was gonna say is with, with me Although we weren't in a bubble, just the daily procedures of, you know, you have to get your temperature taken before you can come, you know, before you can even walk into whatever, the main area, like in the parking lot, you get tested. And then from there, you, you know, set up. And, of course, each department is different. But for us makeup, we, for the first show, we had individual kits that we had to sign out. Um, We had to get, you know, at some point during the morning, we had to go get tested Again, although we got tested the Friday before, speaking of starting work on a Monday. Um, And then no matter what you did to the person who sat in your chair, you had to get their name and what you did to them. I ended up doing a lot of tattoo Mm cover-ups. And so although I never went into the individual kit to get anything, I still had to write down Mm -hmm. each one of my people's names and and just say tattoo cover-up. And then that way, that was that particular show way of doing any uh, contact tracing. So if someone did come up, if a background actor came up positive and they had the name, they could go back to the kit and see who signed out the kit and to know who touched them. So that was their process of doing contact tracing as far as the uh, makeup artists were concerned, working with the background actors. Right. You know, and then outside, you know, and outside of that, it's like your van drives one person per row and, you know, they had, you know, 
the health and safety officers that they made sure that they let you know you were not six feet apart. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that that was as controlled as it got there, whereas unlike with Jennifer, like you said, she was in an actual bubble, like to the point where my I went to go get my yearly exam from my general practitioner, and a, a lot of people with this particular production, which, and everybody knows that he's doing this for Tyler Perry. Um, and several people who work for Tyler go to the same doctor, and so she's like, oh, you were in the bubble. I'm like, and at first I'm like, well, who's bubble? What? What? But what? what? <laughs> But she just assumed that because right. I was film, that everybody, not necessarily that I was working for Tyler, but she just assumed everybody was doing the bubble. I said, no, that's a Tyler exactly. thing. You know what I mean? Um, but she's like, oh, okay, we just assumed that everybody who worked in the film industry went in the bubble. I'm like, no, we're not all in the bubble. Right. Let me bring Jennifer on the line. Okay. Stay here. Hey, Jennifer. Hey, ladies. Hello. 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 How's everybody? Good. Good. Tell us a little bit about. Okay, so I heard you guys talking about the. Oh yes, the bubble. Yes. Okay, so my experience, um, the, it was more controlled, and Mm -hmm. I have to say, um, just in doing other projects. And looking back on that, it, you felt completely safe because you didn't have to worry about, like Lena was saying, you knew where everybody went home to at night and who they were mm-hmm. around. And since we were all tested um, three times a week, uh, we always had to have a mask on. Even though we were in that, that controlled environment, we still had to wear masks everywhere. Mm-hmm. And shields once you're on set. But, um, you know, of course, like, um, I'm sure Lena will get into, you know, how, how crafty is now and, you know, catering, how everything is very individual. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I felt okay in the bubble because I was used to, like, you know, being being away from home. So... I don't think it's a situation for everybody, but if mm-hmm. you're willing to, to quarantine and, you know, be away from home, it's probably the safest. I mean, anything's as safe as you make it, but it's probably the, mm-hmm. the safest environment you can be in. Jennifer, no, I know that. Let me, let me ask you this, Jennifer. Did you all have any positive cases outside of, um, outside of like, false positives? Did you all have any positive cases of people testing no. positive for COVID? Okay. I will tell you that I, not that I know of, I never heard of anything, um, anybody testing positive while I was in the bubble. Um, but I know if, and I, I, I'll say this, if you did, then people would just mysteriously disappear. You know what I mean? And nobody disappeared, so I'm assuming everyone was okay. Mm-hmm. So I would have to say no. I I didn't hear of anyone, and still to this day haven't heard of anyone testing positive being in the bubble. Gotcha. Now I know. Um, I remember Ralph saying that whatever project he's working on, you know, they're in hotels. 
And he said he goes to work. When he leaves work, he goes back to the hotel. And he pretty much don't leave his room until he's going downstairs to get his food that's being delivered. Okay. So, you know, for those for those productions, and that's every production, that doesn't have a Tyler situation, you know, that can't really keep you on, you know, the property, you know, they're, they're keeping them in hotels. And they're making them, you know, stay in the hotel until it's time to, to uh, you know, leave the next day. So I guess that's the next best thing to a bubble. Um, well, and, and what I will say is that, you know, I, I think in any situation, even if you're in the bubble or not, you have to have some kind of accountability for yourself and for, right. you know, the talent that's sitting in your chair as well. Um, so right. it, it's almost like an honor system kind of thing. Like, you know, I'm not going to go out to a restaurant or bar or be out and about because I have you sitting in front of me. And then, you know, you would hope mm-hmm. that they would respond the same way back to you, that they're not going to be out. And, you know what I mean? Right. 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 Absolutely. Well, that's, I, I mean, think that's, 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 go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think that's I, that's really my, like, biggest fear, I guess, is, um, you know, not knowing what the talent's going to do when they're not at work. Right. Well, you know, that's, that's kind yeah. of, like, one of, the, one of the things that I wanted to talk about tonight was basically the responsibilities um, of a makeup artist during COVID, and I think um, – when you talk about the the makeup artist and the relationship between that artist and and the talent, you know, um, or or client, whether it's a model or you know wh- whatever whatever uh, medium that you're working in, I just think makeup artists are and hairstylists they're responsible number one for keeping themselves safe, you know, doing what they have to do, wearing the PPE. Um, making sure that, you know, if they're not in a bubble-type situation or not being sequestered somewhere, that they have to um, make sure they're staying safe on the weekends when they're on and when they go home in the evenings, you know, not being irresponsible. Um, I think when you're in front of that talent, I think you should, one, you know, wear the appropriate PPE, you know, show the talent that you're, you're trying to keep them safe as well as keeping yourself safe. You know, making sure you're using hand sanitizer in front of them. You know, not just doing it, you know, turn your back to them and do it. No, make sure that they can see you, you know, doing it. Make sure that, you know, your setup is neat, your setup is clean, your brushes are clean, um, all the implements that you're using are clean. Make sure they see you, you know, even if, if they're done and they're, like, slowly getting up to leave to, <clears throat> excuse me, to, you know, to leave the trailer – Make sure they see you put your dirty brushes in a certain place, you know. Make sure they see you, um, even if you're cleaning brushes, make sure they see that so that they know that they can trust you and that they can, you know, that they feel like when they walk into that makeup trailer and they sit in your chair that, you know, they feel comfortable enough to be there. They're not, like, ready to get up quickly because, you know, you're looking and, you know, you picked up a dirty brush to use on their eye or something. No. Make sure that all your stuff is clean, Every you know, everything is sanitized, everything is disinfected, but they should see that. When they walk into that makeup trailer, they should be able to see that. They should be able to, to be able to sit down in your chair 
and close their eyes and take a nap if they wanted to because they trust that you're going to keep that mask on, you're going to keep that face shield on, you know what I mean? You're going to, um, you know, they're going to have, they're not going behind somebody else that's, you know, you're not using the same cake on them that you just used on somebody else. You know, you're, you're cleaning your chairs and, and things like that. They, I think they need to see that, and I think that's your responsibility to show them that. I'll just tell you now that the, what, what we have to wear when we're in the trailer, we have a disposable gown, goggles, you know, I wear two masks, and then we have the face shield. And um, basically you look like you're going into surgery. You know right. I mean, it's very, you know, the trailer now is a very clinical environment. I mean, it's just, it's completely different, the wipe-down process and, like you said, the cleaning. And we even have disposable capes. We don't even have mm-hmm. cloth capes. You know, everything is yep. disposable, you know what I mean, where you can just you yep. use it that one time and then you throw it away. And, you throw it away. Um, yep. Yeah, but you almost feel like you're almost, you're like a, like when you, go to the doctor, you go to the dentist, or you know what I mean? You're you're almost mm-hmm. in that same capacity when you have people in front of you like that. Yeah. And and I think, and that's okay. And I think, you know, it doesn't, if I look like a nurse, then so be it. I'll just look like a nurse, you know, while I'm there. Because again, I'm keeping myself safe and I'm keeping, mm-hmm. I'm doing, I'm doing my part to keep the actress safe. Yep. Lena, what has been your experience um, on the other shows that you've worked on um, in terms of, you know, the makeup artists working on the trailer? What's some of the things that they're required to do and to wear? Well, on the show that I just left, um, they had it separated with the Department of Head and Keys had a trailer, the third and fourth had a trailer, and then the last two weeks, they went ahead and got an additional trailer for uh, not background, but like specialized background um, and second unit. So uh, they separated it that way. We didn't go on each other's trailers. If we had to go on the main trailer, they had a separate room, and you could only go in that room. And if you needed something, you would text them, let them know what you needed. They would put it in the room. That room had its own door. You would go through that door, get what you need to get, and then you would leave out the trailer again. Um, We were not required to wear PPE. Well, I'm sorry. We were not required to wear gowns and gloves. Excuse me, gowns and gloves. Um, We were not required to. um, And nobody did. And honestly, I don't know on the show if it was an option. I don't know know Mm -hmm. if it was an option because I never saw anybody wear uh, a gown, gloves, yes, but not a gown. Gloves were, were readily available. And you always had to wear a mask. That was, of course, non-optional. And you had to wear a face shield if you worked with actors. So anytime you were around mm-hmm. an actor, you had to have on a face shield, and including your mask. You had to have on your mask and your face shield. Um, as far as being on set, they had PPE cards, which was great because you could readily take whatever you needed and however much you needed. So there was no reason for you not to have hand wipes, hand sanitizer, gloves, shield, goggles, mask. Like, they they kept it stock. And at any 
time during the day you needed something, you just went and got it. So it was never mm-hmm. a scarcity of protection. Um, gotcha. Yeah, and that, that's really about it as far as the trailers were concerned. Our particular trailers were not, the stations were not divided by plexiglass or plastic, but their trailers were big enough that you were every other station, so you weren't within six feet of each other. And in the trailers, you kept your mask on as well. And we, we would always, in our trailer, we always kept the door open. Mm-hmm. And we, and I, I am a, I'm the microband queen. I will spray every inch of everything with microband. <laughs> 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 so I was always spraying the trailer. I was always, I would, uh, we, I kept the diffuser going with um, a mix of peppermint um, and and eucalyptus and all the minty ones to help kind of just to help clean the air. And um, if we ever had to take our mask off to, you know, do anything, we would announce it, we would spray first, and then we would stay at our station facing forward and do whatever we had to do. Um, And we all got tested three times a week, three times a week and, you know, temperature taken before we got to work or as we arrived to work because you couldn't even park without having your temperature taken. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um that, that was our process on the last show that I was on. Um, actors, they could not come on the trailer without their mask. If they did, literally everybody stopped and stared at them until they put their mask on, and they could not take it off until we put our facials on. And then as actors mm. left, we would spray down again. And me mm. personally, when you, walked, when you got out of my chair and left my station, I literally microbanded the chair. I microbanded everything on the station, the makeup, the brushes, everything, everything got sprayed down. And then I would wash mm-hmm. my hands and come back, and I would individually wipe each piece of makeup down, each brush handle down. Um, anything that was not going in the actor's bag immediately went to the UV sanitizer. Um, and mm-hmm. the one we had had different options. So it had the option where it would clean, it would clean, sanitize, and dry. So I would put it on that setting. And then anything that was not, anything that was not going in, like dirty brushes, I would pick the brushes out that I would take the set. And then any brushes that were not going to set, they stayed in a closed container until I washed them. And I actually got into the habit of if I did not have an actor right behind the first one, I would go ahead and wash those brushes right then and there so I could put them mm-hmm. in the sanitizer. Mm-hmm. So we, we were, we, we, we were Lysol, we were microband down in that tree. Right, <laughs> 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 every chance I got. <laughs> Well, I like the fact that you guys had separate trailers for everybody. That is super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the and the times that we had background, they were separated far enough. They uh, first couple of weeks, a couple, yeah, first couple of weeks, they were intense and very much separated. And not only mm-hmm. department wise, but individual wise. Um, this past couple, uh, the past week, we were specifically at a hotel, so they were in, like, the grand ballroom, and the setup was great because you were not near anybody, like, anybody. Like, they, like it was fantastic. fantastic how they were able to be spread out. So, um, and that was for the background artist. You know, we, of course, stayed in our trailers, but the background artist, when I went down to look at the setup, it was everybody had plenty of room to not be near anybody. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, let me ask That's you this, Lena. Let me ask you this because I, um, you know, before, like when I, I had like my little consultations with the actors uh, beforehand, I made sure that I told everybody that, um, you know, that I would be, um, that I would be 
doing, you know, their eyes and stuff first because I'm normally a foundation first type person. So I would tell them that I would do the, I was going to do their um, eyes first, so they had to leave their mask on. Um, I would do their eyes, you know, I would mm-hmm. shadow, lashes, liner, everything, but the eyes. I would do all that first, and then I would um, have them take their mask off, and then I'd start working on, you know, foundation, concealer, and all that. Um, you mm-hmm. know, first when they come when they first come in, they can take their mask off. I'll do their skincare, put their mask back on, do the eyes, and then do foundation. And so that was kind of a thing that you know I decided to do so that, and I and I would tell them also while your mask is on, if you want to talk, feel free to talk. You know, because I'm going to be behind a double mask and a shield and all this stuff. And so I would tell them that when you take that mask off, you know. If you have something to say, by all means, say it. But that's the time that I'm going to ask that you not really do a lot of talking, you know, because they don't have their mask on. Mm -hmm. Have you found yourself um, coming up with different techniques for your makeup application, Um, even if it's just little things like that or anything else? Have you found yourself changing the way you, um, you know, you apply makeup because of all, you know, because of COVID and wearing PPE and things like that? I'm an eyes first girl anyway, so mm-hmm. I, that's my I, I, so that's something I always do. Like it's, it's it's rare that I don't do eyes first. If I do, then the moon is out of alignment. Like because sometimes I'm like wait, what? Why are your eyes not done? So, so but right. I, I do eyes first anyway. So I'm like what what happens then? Um, so I do eyes first, or that probably means I didn't know what I wanted to do yet. So I was buying time by doing everything else. Right, right. <laughs> but I, <laughs> like hopefully by the time I get the foundation set, I know what I'm going to do on these eyes. Um, so right. I, I do eyes first, um, and then I would do their skincare afterwards. So I would just, you know, do their eyes. Then once they take off their mask, then I go ahead and prep the skin with skincare, um, do their concealer. And then finish on with the rest of their face. Um, I'm not, a, you all know me, I'm not a big talker anyway. So, at, and, you know, once you get to know me, you pretty much know that Lane doesn't do a whole, whole lot of talking. But she doesn't make up. So, my actor, I actually only have one chatty Kathy on my last show. And I think he was just excited to be there. You know, <laughs> he just was happy. He was happy not to be wearing his mask and he talked the entire time. But most of my actors, um, I, honestly, most of my actors either took a nap or or they were on their phones. Like they really didn't do a whole lot of talking, and so it didn't get to a point where I really need to ask them not to talk because they just occupied mm-hmm. themselves. And I and I know one of my actresses because she was so um, cautious and conscious that I think just she took it upon herself to be like, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to air any air going out, and I don't want any air coming in. Like she pretty much. Very rarely did she say something. If she said something, it was about um, something that was going on as far as, you know, in the trailer. But, like, just chit-chatting, she pretty much didn't do it. Or unless she was trying to get a breakfast order. That that was about the only time she talked. So, no, I, did, well, no, that, you, I really... Hmm? No, I was just Go wondering, do, do, you, um, do you have anything that that you're doing differently as far as makeup-wise? Like, um, because you know, we're, you, of course, once they leave, once they leave the trailer, they're going to put on their mask until it's time mm-hmm. for you know for them to shoot. But are you doing um, 
are you doing anything like, um, you know, using more matte lipsticks or um, using, you know, more matte foundation so that once they put that mask on, it's not like, you know, not really coming off as much on the mask? Because, you know, you're having, there's, of course, situations like that and you're having problems like that. But I'm just wondering, are you are you changing anything like that as far as your technique goes? Not really because I'm not, I don't you. Not really because I don't use a lot of foundation. My my actors don't watch, walk out with a bunch of foundation on. I use a, the, the least amount possible that is appropriate for their skin to get the coverage we need to cover. I set them with my good old Sephora Micro Finish Powder, and I spray them down with a setting spray. And honestly, I don't have to do a whole lot of touching up. I don't do their lips until they get to set anyway. So and that's, that was even pre-Rona. I didn't do their lips until we went to set. Um, I've been using more... Not even no. I'm not even gonna say I've been using it more because I've been on a tinted lip balm kick for a while. So yeah. uh, Burt's, Free, Burt's Bees tinted lip balm has been my friend, um, mm-hmm. and just the type of show it was appropriate for that, and it's buildable. So if you wanted more color, you could just build it. We did have a couple of special occasion scenes where we actually did lipstick, um, but mm-hmm. honestly, I, it didn't transfer a whole lot. It, it honestly didn't. I did gotcha. not have to do her lips every take. I, yeah, I did, and I that's really that's that's something that I mentioned to the ads when um, we kind of had a little run through, and um, that was that was one thing that I mentioned to the ads is like a lot you know you all are thinking that the the lipstick is going to come off and and the lips will have to be retouched every take, and I said it doesn't, especially depending mm-hmm. on the type of mask that you have on, mm-hmm. like those mm-hmm. um, those you know KN95 masks. Sometimes your yeah, lips don't even touch out. the mask. Yeah, yeah. They stick out so because you know, the way that if they're, they're if they're wearing that, then it's no problem. You know what I mean? Mhm. So, certain things like that, you know. But 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 definitely the tinted lip balms. I'm definitely into those. Um, you know, because I think <laughs> if if you, if you get some tinted lip balm on a mask, really, it's not going to be a big deal. You're not going to have to, mm-hmm. and even and that's something also that an actor can, if they have pockets, they can, you know, and if and it it doesn't show, they can throw something like that in a pocket or a handbag, and that's something they can touch up with on their own. Yeah, and that was the thing that I noticed. I, and the other reason I like the tinted lip balm is because I don't have to worry about lip brushes and trying to keep that sanitized so it's not touching something else. I have to touch their lips. I give them the lip balm, they put it on, they put the cap back on, they hand it back to me, I wipe it down, I put it in their bag. Like, it's, I, don't, it's, I don't have to touch it. You know, it doesn't, you know. But what I did notice with both of my, with, you know, different skin types, different ages, and as far as touching up, I, I was not going in repairing foundation. I was not having to redo blush. I, I just wasn't, you know. But, like, again, I don't pile on so much product that there's enough product to come off. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's right. put on enough to do what it needs to do and then right. set them. Um and that was really it. And, then, you know, there would be so funny, I don't want to, oh, and if they saw just a, a smidge of makeup, there's like, I'd give them the mirror, like, ow. Oh. I'm like, yeah, it's like, this. <laughs> like you're, you're good. You're like, nothing has come off at all, you know, so. Um, and other than that, I can't right. think of really anything else. You know, I have multiples and duplicates of everything, so I don't, even pre-Rona, I didn't have to share powders or share eyeliners or, like, when I, like, my staples, I have multiples for, so everybody gets one anyway. Right. You know, um, I, I made sure I did do, um, I do do one pencil sharpener per person. 
Because to me, it's like if you're sharpening a pencil, you're leaving the old shredding in the sharpener. So then you go behind it and sharpen somebody else's pencil. Like that's how, that's how I think. So I'm like, okay, well, mm-hmm. you own pencil sharpener. So everybody has their own individual pencil sharpener. Um, not everybody got lashes, but I do have multiple lash applicators. Although, although you can put those on barbicide, I just rather have one per actress. And that, that's Absolutely. your lash because, applicator. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Because if it's if it's sitting in the barber side, but yet you have to use it, then um, mm-hmm. yeah, you're gonna need some extra. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, um, yeah. But I think yeah, that's a. I can't think of anything like extraordinary, extraordinarily different that I'm doing that I normally do. Right, right, right. And I guess I asked that question because I think a lot of times, uh, you know, just during the quarantine when every when no one was really working. I think people mm-hmm. were in their minds feeling like everything had to change. And I feel like a lot of the things that, that we're having to do now were some of, were things that some of us were doing before anyway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. and I just feel like, you know, not everything has to change. Like we don't have to overthink this thing. You know, I mean, there's, we're, you know, of course we know wearing our PPEs is going to help to keep us safe, help to keep the actors safe. But if, if we just, you know, pay attention to the things that, that we're doing, um, yeah, there are times when, um, there are times when um, you know, you, you, can, you see some artists who, who will use the same brush on, 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 you know, two different actors or whatever. If we're certain, in, you know, in making sure that we're not doing stuff like that, mm-hmm. then I think, you know, we'll be okay. But I as long like, as you're keeping I, I your... Like... Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Well, I, say, I, feel, I feel like my, well, no, that's not even true either. I, I feel like my process has changed in the sense of keeping things separated to, to you know, so I have a mm-hmm. clean station because, you know, we have to have every other station empty. So I take advantage of my empty station. So as I use things, I put them on the other station. So essentially I have a clean station and a dirty station. So by the time I'm right. with my actor, my actual makeup station has nothing on it. Because when I'm done using it, I put it on the second station that's behind me. And then that has right. everything on it, and I throw everything down and sanitize. But I, I use trays, and I use trays before Rona. That's what I was going to say. Well, I think that's changed. I was like, well, that's not true. Because prior to Corona, I, I would take all my makeup, my, I would take all the makeup out of my actor's bag, and I would put it in a tray. And I did that just so on, like, busy days, if I had back-to-back actors, I didn't have a bunch of makeup everywhere. I could just take the tray move the whole tray of makeup to the side and then have the next actor come in. You know what I mean? And change the set to how right. we're ready for my next actor. So that's something I've always right. done. But I just keep it more, you know, definitely more contained now in the sense of making sure that I have a clean surface and a dirty surface and things only touch those surfaces. And then I go through and I right. wipe everything afterwards, wipe my hands in between, my hand sanitizer stays by me, and those types of things just so – I and I pre pull my but but again I used to do that pre Rona. I pre pull my brush mm-hmm. set. So when my actor comes in I'm not having to go in each brush canister every time I need a brush. Their brush set is already pulled. So I'm only pulling from their gotcha. brush set. So gotcha. I guess I was I was training for Rona. I don't know what <laughs> doing all this stuff. <laughs> but you know that's funny because so that's what I say about that's what I say about how, how many brushes I have. Cause I'm always, every time I go to the makeup shows, I'm always buying brushes and I've been doing this for years. I mean, well over 15 years I've been doing this, you know, go to the makeup shows and 
eye mats and things like that, and I'm constantly buying brushes, constantly buying brushes and just saving them, not even using them. I've, I've had brushes that I've had probably from 10 years ago that I've never used that I'm, like, finally pulling out, you know, now mm-hmm. to use just so that I make sure I have more than enough brushes for everybody. Like, if I if I have to do eight people in a day, I'll have eight sets of brushes. Enough brushes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just those, those occasions where you may not have – and even if you have time to wash them, you know, because sometimes we tend to do a quick cleanse, but now, you know, I'm exactly. only really quick cleansing my cream brushes, you know, my, my concealer, yeah. my – that my tattoo, my foundation brushes. I'm really, right. just really only using those. So I'll quick clean those right. with brush cleaner, but then I still end up washing them. Like once I get all the cream right. products out, I still wash them um, because I'm trying to get them into the sanitizer, you know, um, right. and not necessarily to use on the next person, but just so if for some reason by the end of the day I have run out of brushes, that first set of brushes has already been washed and dried, you know. Exactly. Um, exactly. And I'm really not using sponges, quite honestly. I realized that on my last show, that I'm pretty much doing everybody's makeup with brushes. The only thing I'm using a beauty blender for is their, um, to blend in the concealer. And that's really it. Right. So I'm not even right. using a whole lot of uh, sponges. Yeah. You know? Yeah, me either. Me either. It's mostly just brushes by application. Mm-hmm. And Jen, Jen, did you want to say something? Um we were talking about uh, the mask. Yes, I just wanted to say with um, you know with the 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 PPE you have to wear you know so much and all of that. I I just make it a thing for myself like at lunchtime, just for skincare purposes and um, you know just to try to have a face. I uh, I switch my masks out. Um, at lunchtime. And I was just going to say to you, Lena, I, I use your, um, your, your tonic to spray on my face right before I put my new mask on. And it has made so much difference. And I don't know yeah. if it's more of the hydration or if it's, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe it's the tea tree in it. I don't know. But I was having such a hard time with my skin with the mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that really helps. So I just wanted to throw that in there. I'm an advocate. <laughs> it works. So I just want to let people know. Yes, that's a, and, and I need to hit you up on that again. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah, the great thing about that, because of the tea tree, because, you know, tea tree is antibacterial and it's antifungal. You've got the lavender in there. Because I had an issue with, Masking, which I thought was odd because I wasn't working at the time. So it wasn't, I guess, when I started venturing out and going to the grocery store and whatnot, so I was wearing masks mm-hmm. a little bit more. That I noticed, I was like, okay, well, what, what is going on here? Um, and I switched over because I used the rose and orange. Well, I use it all, but I usually grab the rose and orange first. And I specifically and purposely started using the tea tree and lavender, and it cleared it up in under a week. Yeah, so. well, I wanted to mention that when you said you're using a diffuser and using all the mints and all the stuff like that, I think mm-hmm. the essential oils, they, they definitely help. But, yeah, that, that spray has saved me. So, well, good. I just and wanted I think, to let you know I think, that. And I think one thing that people are forgetting is, you know, even when you have some form of acne, moisture mm-hmm. is not the enemy. Right. Moisture right. actually helps. 
is not the yep. enemy. So I just encourage yep. people that when you're when you're going out and you're wearing masks all day long, to oil up. You know, use your face oils, use use your moisturizers, your serums. Make sure your skin is moisturized before you put on those masks. Mm -hmm. Because my mask didn't slide off because I was putting it on. (laughs) Yeah. I was lathering because I was like, what is going on around my mouth? It was so textured. I had so much texture. And um, it didn't necessarily hurt, but it was just a lot of texture. Um, mm-hmm. So I just really went heavy on the oil. And I some trust my mask mm-hmm. flat off. It. it cleared it up. So you're right. Moisture, yep. moisture is key. Moisture is key. Yep. Yep. Most definitely. Yeah. Now, and I do wow. realize going to set, and every, and I don't know, Jen, I don't know how it was for you set, because I know there's different. There's di- different sets do it different ways. You have some sets where there's a set person, and so everybody who works in the trailer, they don't go to set. You have some sets, like my two sets, well, my last set. I'm going to say my last set because the first show I was, I was working background. But my last set, um, because I did work with first team, be- at the beginning of the show, we only could touch our actors, and that was it. You didn't touch anybody else. One day my actor was in the first scene. I think I went to work at 8. I was off of work at 10. Like, basically, when you yes. have to wrap, you wrap, period, done. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. As the weeks went on, and, of course, we've all now been tested three times a week, and we're in separate trailers, and we're in a rhythm, then it went a little bit, not lax, but it did go into, hey, I need to tend one, here's so-and-so's bag if they need anything. Like, you know what I mean? Because by this time, the actors knew everybody on the team. It was, just, you know, it was the same people, so everybody was kind of comfortable yeah. enough that, heaven forbid, if you needed to step away, it's okay if, so-and-so touches up your actor, but it was only in, if, in on an if-needed basis. It wasn't an everyday thing, you know. Um, and then, you know, background would, you know, of course, stick with background, and you wouldn't have as many people on set. So I know those things have changed um, as far as those of us who work on the sets where you stay with your actor regardless. Now, I know someone else, and in fact, I talked to her today. She just went back to work, and um, they have an actual set person, she never goes to set, and somehow she tested positive. Not only did it take wow. her out, it took out her entire team. Oh, wow. And I'm like, please explain to me how when you don't go to set. And they had to kind of backtrack and kind of come up with their own theory. She goes, because I don't go to set. And it goes back to with, Denise, I don't know if it was Denise or Janice that was saying about what people do on the weekend. And that was one of the concerns that she spoke with the producers about is about the cast being mm-hmm. all willy-nilly on the weekend and yeah. sitting them down and having a talk to them. And I think their, their particular studio is getting to the point where they're going to start penalizing. I don't know what the, what, how they're going to penalize them, but it's now it's no more a, hey, guys, can you please stay at home situation? Like, it took out the entire department. And she just went back mm-hmm. to work. Because I was confused. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, how? Because I know they're set up. I'm like, well, how, if you don't go to set and nobody comes in the trailer and it's just you and the other two people and y'all are 10 feet, she goes, they're like 10 feet apart in their trailer. They're not even six, they're like 10, 10, 12 feet apart. Their trailer's so big. And she said, mm. we keep the doors open. Gosh. We spray. She is, you want to talk about, she like us. You, 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 she will wipe down, spray down. Don't get near me. Like, she is that person. She don't go nowhere. So I was real confused. Because I'm like, I'm trying to make, make this make sense. I don't understand. And yeah, it actually mm-hmm. took out these yeah. 
So it, it, it is that thing of, again, you know, you do everything that you do, but you have to watch the people around you. And especially when you're talking about a young cat, you know, also saying we're not, we're not being willing right. to be on the weekend. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, true, though. It's Friday. So, right. so, you know, so it is that thing of just being mindful of, you know, you can't control other people. And at some point in our industry, it's a studio thing where they have to kind of handle that. That's not something we can really handle, depending on the relationship we have with our actor. But at the end of the day, right. you just have to be mindful that you, you kind of have to assume they did not stay home. Like, that's, how, that's really how right. I approach everybody who sits in my chair. I automatically assume that you did not stay home. Right. That's, that's, a, that's, a, good, that's a good thing to do. You know. Right. So, oh, that's um, terrifying. That's terrifying. Yeah. And especially yeah. when you know it from people, A, when, you, when it's somebody you know, in the sense of you know their cleanliness habits. You know this is a person who is sanitary and, is, you know, cleans everything and, you know, pays attention. Like, you, you, when you know it's that type of a person, you're like, yeah, that's why I said I was so confused. Because I'm like, well, I know it wasn't because you were you were careless. I know it wasn't because you were careless. So I know it had to, you came into contact with somebody that did something that did something else. Because I know how you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I'll just tell you, I'm not above like looking at people's social media and seeing if they're out and about. Mhm. Well, you know what I right. mean. Just for my own protection, I need to see, you know, if I know somebody and I know you're going to be around me, I'll go to your social media and see what you're posting. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you've been out at you know, cheesecake factory. Then I'm just gonna wave to you. You know what I mean? Let, me do your makeup. Let one of the waitresses at cheesecake do your makeup. Yeah, here's your bag. You go ahead on. You know, I just it's just you know, like I said, it's that whole thing about being accountable for you. Right. Right. You know, you're. You, it's your health first, but then you also are trying to keep your 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 talent safe as well. Mhm. Mhm. Definitely. That's so Definitely. true. Yeah. That's so true. You know. Mhm. And so, and I think people also have to be afraid not to. And I, I personally have not seen this, um, but you cannot be afraid to. And of course, it, respectfully, everything has a blanket of respect over it. But you can't be afraid to speak up or ask questions or just say, no, I'm so comfortable doing that. And I, I, especially yeah. the productions I've been on, they are very much, if you don't feel comfortable, please, there's, there's no penalty. Please let us know. Mm-hmm. Like in the last show I was on, they wanted people to rat people out. They would have, like, they're like, yeah, no, if you see something, say something, point them out. That's good. Please let us know so we can have a conversation with them. So, I, you know, I think that's the other thing, too, is don't be afraid to speak up if you are feeling unsafe in the situation that you're in. Because at the end of the day, it's your health, you know, so. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So true. 
Do you guys think that, I mean, I know COVID is a horrible thing, but do you think this pandemic has um, brought about some changes to our part of the industry for the better? As we wind down the, the show. Well, better in what sense? I, I think mean, it's like, forcing people. Uh, well, I will say this: I feel like it's forcing people to be cleaner and be yeah, more conscious. I, I feel like uh-huh. it's. I feel yeah. like it's also mm-hmm. making 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 makeup artists who those makeup there's a there's makeup artists who who's gone to school whether it was aesthetic schools, cosmetology schools, or what have you. Um, and so in those schools, we learn uh, sanitation and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's the majority. Of, that's the majority of your exams, you know. Then there then there are people who are self taught who didn't get that part of the education. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing that I like about what's going on now is there are so many classes out there to talk about sanitation that's free, that's free or a small cost to every makeup artist. So you know what I mean? So, so if you didn't get certain things during your education process, now is the time now you can get, get that. And now it's the time for those makeup artists who know better and has learned all of that stuff to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And then for those who did not learn that, now they know what they should be doing. So there's no excuse then, for not one makeup artist to be clean. Right. But well, also, I think another thing, too, is, you know, a lot of um, a lot of studios, as far as film and television, are requiring that COVID test, I mean, the COVID um, class, to t- you know, for you to, yeah. to take and, and, and pass that. And, you know, you know, we were on that meeting this morning, and you know, a lot of people are are asking for that now. Yeah. But you know, but but that's the thing. But that's for that's for us in the union. But there are a lot of people out there who are not in the union who, you know, may not have may not have access to stuff like that. True. And True. that's the thing. And what I've been seeing a lot of on Instagram is um, I'm seeing people go back to work and they are not being safe. And I don't know. I feel like, like, I see them wearing masks, but I'm looking at their mm-hmm. setup. I'm looking at the photographer walking around with no mask on, the the model in their chair, just they doing a video, and she just, they running her mouth. One video I saw, the girl was like two inches from her face and barely had the mask on correctly, and the model's just running her mouth. And I don't think it's necessarily people being defiant. I think people are uneducated. They think as long as they wear a mask and yep. wash their hands, they're good. Yeah, and it's I not just right, of, you know, it's not this thing of I'm having a photo shoot, so I'm going to ask. So is everybody being COVID tested, and is everybody bringing their results? Are we taking temperatures at the door? Like, I'm that kid, and that's not happening because I'm looking at these pictures, and clearly it's not. Right, right, right. Well, one thing, that, one thing that I think is is better because of all of this now is like at least in film and television now they're you know they're trying to do less hours you know they're trying to do mm-hmm. maybe like a mm-hmm. a 10 hour mm-hmm. a 10 hour shoot day so for hair and makeup that might mean you know 12 to 13 hour or 12 to 14 hour days but that's you know a lot 
better than a 16 to 18 hour day physically and mentally. You know what I mean? Can you imagine having to deal with COVID for 16 to 18 hours? Yeah, the checks will look good, but physically you'd be drained. Mentally you're done. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, the the that to go to work. Well, it's a lot to try to, to try to keep up with remembering you know, not to take your mask off or to put your mask back on or, you know, now I got to, I got to, when I come in, I got to stop to have my temperature taken. I got to, you know, answer the wellness report before I get to work in the morning. You know, I have to um, take this COVID exam and then, you know, and then the next day I'm getting my results. To do that three times a week, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can run through it now like it's nothing, but over time, yeah, you're gonna get used to it, but when you start hearing about those people on 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 set who are t- are testing positive and things like that, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna start to wear on you just a little bit, mm-hmm. especially if it yeah. if it starts to happen where people are testing positive, you know, like really often. Like on our show, we have um, they're very transparent. They send out emails telling you. If somebody tested positive, they don't, of course, they don't tell you who, mm-hmm. but they're, you know, but, you know, if you didn't get a call from somebody, you don't have to worry about anything. So, you know, you get your results, you know, you're good, but mm-hmm. they're being very transparent and making sure that the crew knows that somebody actually tested positive. And I think that's a good thing because there were a that's lot of shows good. out there that started that early don't. on in the year that did not do that. They mm-hmm. didn't do that. And it was an issue. It was an issue for the crew. So I think it's, um, a great thing that they're being that transparent. But, you know, over time, mm-hmm. mentally, it's it's going to affect people. And I think, you know, just to, to cut down on the number of hours is really going to help us. I think it's going to be yeah. a good thing. And hopefully, hopefully going forward, we can have more of that. Because, you know, there were times over the years where people were dying on the road because they're tired after working an 18-hour day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the last show, we did walking lunches. Now, if you could break, you broke. Um, but we did, because they had a, a ordering system. So you scanned a QR code, you got the menu, you filled out the menu, and they would drop the, depending on where you wanted it delivered, they would deliver it to set to your trailer, or they would, they would deliver it to set, or they would deliver it to the trailer. Um, and so they did walking lunches, and we pretty much got out there at 10 hours. Every once in a blue moon, it might have been a 12-hour day. Of course, makeup, we're always, you know, over the 10 hours regardless. Um, but for the most part, they really tried to stick to 10 hours. And, again, as far as we were concerned, if your actor was wrapped, you were wrapped. You, there, that was, it didn't matter if somebody else had five actors. Your person's gone, you're mm-hmm. wrapped. Good night. Thank you. See you tomorrow. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I'm out. <laughs> right. You know, so I do right. think <laughs> – so I do think that that is, you know, that's how they handled lunches. They, there was no lunch line. Um, no, well, I take it back. You could go through the lunch line, but they preferred if you ordered. But you could, but some people did go through the lunch line. But they kept it to where it was that the, the you ordered it and they were prepared for you. And, and then uh, to try to cut down people going through the line and cut through people sitting and catering. So Mm-hmm. That's how that's it. But yeah, the whole, the new wellness thing that we have to do. I'm like, oh great! Some, what, one more thing I want to do at three o'clock in the morning. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, but I just know I I had already decided in my head that I know what I have to do is because of my testing time. 
I've already put it in my head that my system will be that as soon as I get in the trailer and I put my purse down, the first thing I'll do is I'll fill it out before I do anything else. Like before I touch anything makeup related, just go ahead and fill out the wellness form. That way I know it's done, whether it's 4.42 in the morning or 7.59, it's done before my testing time. Because if I try to remember to do it before I leave the house, But you know what, it's it's probably best if you do it before you leave the house or at least when you get in the car because then that that saves you time when you pull up to get your uh, temperature taken because they're going to scan the back of your badge and they won't even have to ask you those questions. Before our temperature gets taken, that's why it had to be done before we get tested. Yep, yep. And it just, it, it simplifies a lot of stuff, so. You can get that done when you get, because I make it a habit of when I get up in the morning, then that's one mm-hmm. of the first things I do is I look for that, just pull it up on my phone, I answer those questions, and then I'm done, and then I start getting ready. Gotcha. So that, okay. that way, yeah, so that, that way we get there, you know, they scan my badge, they know I've done it, and I can just, boop, get my temperature taken, get my little band, and go on about my business. Yeah, I forgot that it had to be done before. We got a second to take him. All right. Well, that 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 changed my plans. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys, we have ran out of time. So that's our conversation for the night. But that was good. It was. Um. I hope that helped. Um. Some listeners, even if you're not working on film and television. Um. I definitely would say to those people who, who are not working on film and TV, if you're, you know, like if you have photo shoots or commercials or, or some other type of makeup job where you go in and there's no process, I would be asking questions like, you know, <clears throat> what are we doing here? Or, you know, because I, I don't know what people do when they go to the, um, like, you know, you go to your Mac counter or something like that. I don't know if it's a simple temperature check or you go into the department store and you're working at a counter, um, you know, what the process is or if there is one, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So it would be, it would be, it would be interesting to know if there was a process, but if there wasn't a process, that would be something that I would be um, a little concerned about. Cause I just feel like right. there should be a process at all times um, mm-hmm. when you when you're doing somebody's makeup. Because you're standing awfully mm-hmm. close. You're actually mm-hmm. within that six within that six feet um, distance. You're within it. You're not six feet away. You're within six feet. So um, there should be some kind of something in process. Right. But uh, we're all going to get through it. Um, you know, I know we we're all people who, you know, we pay attention to things like that. So we want to protect ourselves and the people that's in our seat. And so I know um, um, it'll be challenging, but it'll. Um, I think we'll get through it with with no problems. Mhm. But I think, and I think what makes it easier is when you're work. I, I think what makes it easier is when you're working with people who are on the same page as you. Yes, absolutely. Yep. That's it right there. Mhm. Yep. When you're on the same page, that makes it easier. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of uh <laughs> finding out if our actors are 
I'm on the same page. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, but um, but like Jennifer uh, mentioned, you know, she she looks on their IG pages and things like that, and that's, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> right. That's a, that's a good idea. This weekend? Oh, I just stay at home. Mm, not according to your Instagram page. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All right, ladies. That's our time. Thank you so much, Lena, for joining us tonight. And You're a big welcome. thank you um, to Jennifer for calling in. You still there, Jen? Oh, she may be gone. Um, but um, thank you, Jennifer, for. Hello? Oh yeah. Yeah. I was just saying thank you. I was just saying thank you for um, for calling in and sharing your experiences as well. Absolutely. I enjoyed you, ladies, yeah. and thank you for the information. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So I know Jennifer, you're on set tomorrow, so you need to go to bed. Yes, I'm already. I'm, I'm. I'm already. I have done all my presets. Okay. <laughs> for the night. <laughs> I am ready. But yeah, good talking with you, Lena, as well, and hearing your experiences. Yes, 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 yes. Good talking. All right, to ladies. You too. So. All right. Thank you guys very much, and have a wonderful evening. Yes, have a good week, everybody. Okay, good night. Stay safe. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Good night. Good night. Good night. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. Hopefully, you got something out of that. You hear a little bit about what we go through on a daily basis now that we're back to work and all the things that we have to put in place just to stay safe. That has nothing to do with the makeup. <laughs> That's just staying safe. Um, but yeah, as as our new show goes on and we settle in, we'll be sharing some more here on the show, but as well as on like Instagram, we'll be sharing some of the things that we're learning as far as about the actual doing the makeup and what you know different things that we're trying and different techniques that we're trying to help um, with you know keeping the lipstick on. Um, keeping the skin protected from the mask and, and some of the things that we mentioned tonight. We'll be sharing some of our tips and tricks um, and products that we're using um, uh, for that as well. So stay tuned. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We do have next Sunday night coming up. I know it's Super Bowl Sunday, but we are still having a show, um, and we'll have a skincare. the owners of a skincare line um, will be here next Sunday night with us. So please make sure that you tune in. It's going to be a great show. Um, So everyone have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you again for your continued support. Have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.